Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, War Report family? Your man, Ike Jones. We are here today to talk a little bit more about the coaching search. Y'all already know what the business is. Today, it's prime time. Let's get to it. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall All aboard the AM departure from platform 334. The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Joining me today, the host from Off Script, my man Scotty here to give us the 411 Coach Prime, a lot of people making a lot of mention of the name. I don't know anybody better to come in and talk about the perspective from the SWAC conference, what they got going on with all the different HBCUs and my man Scotty. Scotty, how you feeling today, baby? Hey, I'm doing good. It's my birthday, you know what I'm saying? Got some Coach Prime, got some football talk. It's all good. Yeah, man. We always here to work, man. Even on our birthday. Look, I was on the live stream on my birthday. I already know how it goes down, man. But Sorry, man. Uh, the work never ends, man. But you got plenty of the rest of the day to go and celebrate, man. So, you know, hopefully you have a good time. Absolutely. Um, but let's just talk a little bit uh, for those who are not watching SWAC football week in and week out like you do. Talk to us a little bit about the job that you all feel Coach Prime has done over at Offscript or just the sentiments that you get from other people about the job he's done at Jackson State thus far. So you have. OK, so I'm going to give you the whole gambit of it. Right. So right. You, have, you have the extreme case where we call the Dion Disciples. Mm. where. Whatever Dion says, whatever he does, it turns, you know, he can turn Gatorade into wine. It's just, mm. he's, he's Jesus Christ Jr. Okay. Right? Then you have the, then you have the low end people to where they're like, Dion should have never came. He's not swack. You know, you got the whole who is swack. And so this is basically the coach from Alabama State, my man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eddie Robb, you know? Eddie Robb was like, nah, bro. He ain't swack. And yeah. then you have the people in the middle, me and some other fans are just like, we see Dion's greatness, 
but we also know that you know the swack was here before him. So it's it's just in, it's in between. You you see what he's done. You've seen that he's changed, and you can acknowledge the change. Mm-hmm. You also say like you know the swack was here before, and he wouldn't have got an opportunity to coach if it wasn't for the swack. So we have right. to be real with that. So you get the those are all the three gambits of of fandom. Okay, so you said you fall somewhere in the middle where it's like I see what you're doing, bro, but like you not the 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 savior of the swag. Like you're definitely putting in your part, but there are other people who are definitely putting in work as well. Absolutely. See, I came to the swag when Dion came. So if I'm being honest, I didn't know much about the swag. Just like Dion didn't know much about the swag. So mm. I followed him because he's always been my favorite player. Mm. So as I started to learn the swag and ingratiate myself, I said, Oh man, this is dope. Like you know, I ain't know much about HBCU football until Dion came. So that's that is what Dion is. He is mm. a spotlight bringer. You know what I'm right. saying? When he steps on something, it gets it gets talked about, it gets mentioned. So that's what he's doing with the swag is he's simply illuminating it times 10. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair that um, you know, him him being the megaphone for the message, I think is a big thing. Um, but let's talk about the actual coaching job, right? Like is Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, a good football coach, right? Like, we know he's a good spokesperson. We know he's a good motivator. We know he can uh, do the marketing and uh, publicity, all that. Let's talk football, though. You know, we and, and he could play football, right? Like he knows the game. Is he a good coach, though? I think in today's, in today's status, he is, right? Okay. Because... You have guys that you just want to be CEOs. Right. And he is the definition of a CEO. He doesn't really do a lot of the day-to-day stuff with the players. I know a lot of probably defensive backs, if he did go to Auburn, but I want to go to, you know, I want to get taught by the best. He's not going to be out there every day. This mm. is not what Deion is. But he will I the one thing I love about Dion is that he is not ego driven to where he has to be the smartest person in the room. Mm. He will fill the room with whoever he needs to win. And that's, listen, Dion is about winning. It ain't nothing else to him. Ego, he knows the attention is always going to fall on him, but it only falls right when you're winning. Right. When, it, when, it, when you're losing, uh, it, it, it don't fall the same. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I respect Dion wholeheartedly for that. He is, he's never, he's never an eye guy when it comes to winning. He just wants everybody, as long as we win and we good. Okay. Um, so I, I know there's a lot of speculation right now, specifically amongst the Auburn faithful. You know, uh, we recently uh, made a change in our head coaching position. Um, and there's a lot of power five uh, coaching vacancies right now. And I don't know that there's one where his name hasn't come up. The big three that I've been hearing are Arizona State, Georgia Tech, and now Auburn University. How would you see a transition of Coach Prime to one of those schools? Now, and we will talk specifically about Auburn in a minute, but just the the mega stardom, the the brand of Coach Prime at a Power Five school. How do you see that playing out? All right, so Colorado. I don't even. I'm taking that off the board. It's, it's, okay. it's Colorado. I know you know about trying to go for Colorado. Georgia Tech is a funny case, and this is why. And we talked about this on my channel extensively because. Atlanta is the, mm-hmm. it's the black Hollywood. Now, right. Georgia Tech's requirements to get in is probably the hardest part about that job. For sure. You drop Deion Sanders, former Atlanta Falcon, in the heart of Atlanta. Listen, I don't give a dang if they don't, lo- if they don't win a game. That's going <laughs> to be the hottest ticket on the planet. So 
that that culture being fused in with Georgia Tech with Dion, that's that's unreal. Just I mean, whoo, man, I would I, I I the city of Atlanta would just would absolutely probably blow up because it's just too much, it's just too much black. Too much black. Mm-hmm. I think it would definitely be interesting um, just having him, like you said, back in the place where he he got his professional stardom, Absolutely. right? Like between football right. and baseball. You know what I'm saying? Falcons, all that. Yeah. 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 So that, I think that'd be an interesting thing. So let's talk then specifically about the case of Auburn University then. So uh, we know what comes with the SEC as far as the prestige of the programs and the um, the notoriety of the conference is Dion ready for the SEC smoke? Do you feel like he's ready for that? Bro, like, the real question is, is the SEC ready for Dion? That is actually the real question. Yeah, I, you're right. I, like, I'm so serious because, like, this is not your, like, Lane Kiffin is the watered-down Kool-Aid version of Dion Sanders. Like, you think, you, you think you've seen trolling? You think you've seen, like, pizzazz? You haven't seen anything until Coach Prime comes into a, a locker room or a, a speaker or a monitor. It don't matter wherever Coach Prime touched down that it's it's a story. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. I'm telling you, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart don't want no smoke. And the reason why they don't want no smoke, I'm telling you, Auburn, like, if I was an Auburn fan, I'd be doing whatever I can to get Dion Because <laughs> Nick Saban and Kirby Smart cannot talk to that black kid from the hood. And resonate with him. He just they just can't. The reason black kids go to Georgia and Auburn and Alabama is because they know their engines to get them to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right? They know if I go to Alabama, I'm gonna be there for three or four years. I can sit on the bench. My last year I play a couple games and I'll go to the league. Right. But there's no connection there. There's no like he understands me. You get prime time Deion Sanders in Auburn University with all these finances and resources behind him. And he's the figure walking into these kids' lock. These kids, man, stop playing me. <laughs> we not this. We not even talking about the same. Like it's gonna be crazy. Like I promise you, if if Auburn, if Auburn hires Deion Sanders, you'll have a top three recruiting class a, on, on first year. Okay. I, I can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. Listen, I've seen the reaction from recruits at the idea of a coach prime to Auburn situation about, oh, I'll flip tomorrow. Oh, like sign me up right now. Like I've seen it happening on social media in back channel conversations I've had with players who've talking to these other players. I've seen it. So um, it definitely like the unification of an SEC brand, like you said, with the, the thought process of, oh, if I play it, like there's already this mystique about the SEC of like, oh, that's basically like NFL primer, right? Like you're going to go here and then, we're going to be ready to just make the next step to the league. But then you add a coach prime to that situation. I think it does do something different for the energy in that building immediately. I've seen the impact of, you know, Cadillac Williams being named as the interim head coach on the enthusiasm of young men wanting to play uh, for Auburn University right now. So I can imagine the amplifier that is a coach prime on that same sort of situation. Because this, let me, Hey, let me, let me, let me, this side's going to go down. I can tell you, I can tell you first, first six months on the job or that first summer, spring, Cam back, Cam's coming back. That's, that's off rip. Cam going to be in the building. All the celebrities, all the rap stars, they going to be in the building. Like it's going to be a fanfare. The only issue that I, like the only issue that you're going to get a lot of pushback from Jackson State fans is they're going to say he doesn't fit your culture. 
Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's at an all-black institution where 60,000 people are in the stands that are all black and they're all on one accord. Mm. So when you walk into an uh, Auburn University or your Auburn Stadium, it ain't 60,000 black people. You know what right. I mean? Call a spade a spade. So that's where you're going to get the pushback from people outside of the PWI realm. They're going to be like, well, they won't understand him. They won't accept him for who he is because we get prom. Prom mm-hmm. is us. You know what I'm saying? He's the jury and everything like that. And is is Auburn ready for prime? And that's that's the real question. Yeah. I mean, so from your perspective, do you, I mean, you didn't attend Auburn University. I'm an Auburn University guy. Do you think the SEC, you know, like I know you said that they don't want that smoke as far as recruiting, but do you think the SEC is ready for that type of energy to step into that conference? I think, I think the SEC needs that type of energy. And I know people are like, well, we're the SEC. You don't, you don't know until you know. Like, you, don't, you can't, ex- I, I, I can't, I, I can't, you don't understand what Dion does to the landscape until he's in your landscape and you're like, yo, how did we not do this before? Like, it just, it just, because he just, he's so, like Dion just flows through so many people, like white, black, Hispanic, it don't matter. Like he always has a way of making you feel a part of what he does. Like I, I can't explain it. Like it's just like he makes you cool, right? So like, mm-hmm. like when Dion comes to Auburn, it just like he's gonna do something that Auburn fans thinks is cool. Like he, like I I said on my channel a week ago, he could he can make a a, a slogan called "We Strive," right? It's a, it's like in Jackson State, it's "I Believe." So he get to Auburn, he'd be like, "We Strive." I promise you, like, you going to have a We Strive shirt. <laughs> everybody in the stand going to have a We, because you just like, yeah, Dion. Yeah, like, I believe. Like, yeah, <laughs> we striving, baby. We, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Dion does. He's just that type of culture bringer. And it's, like I said, it it's nothing you haven't seen before until you're a part of it. And you're just like, it becomes cult-like. That's why, yeah. that's why I call them the Dion. It becomes cult-like. And when you're winning, it just... It just disaster. It just it just keeps rolling. It's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like an avalanche you can't stop. And I'm telling you, I I can promise you right now, Nick might get Dion his first year. He might get Dion, but the rest of them years on the back half, when he get that depth and he get those talent coming in, it's gonna be different. I'm just trying to tell y'all, it's gonna be different. So let's talk about it then uh, a little bit um, from the perspective of the X's and O's, though, because you said you know Dion's not really involved in that, like. What's the staff gonna be like with a Dion Sanders? Like, is he gonna be able to get who he wants to because he's Dion? Is Auburn gonna be able to put the right people around who? Because one of the things I heard from a quote, uh, you know, when he did his, um, was it sixty minutes or something like that? Yeah. He did, and um, they asked him the question about him, his name coming up in the power fight, and he said he'd be a fool not to entertain it because he's got these guys who he owes it to to at least entertain the conversation. So, who are those guys? And are they ready? Because, all right, we've we've established Dion's ready for whatever smoke, right? The SEC might not be ready, but Dion is. Are his guys ready to make a step up to be X's and O's guys in a in what most people would term one of, if not the best conference in the country? Yeah, I, I mean, but let me let me break it to you. Like, let me show you how much Dion is in in tune with winning. He has four defensive analysts on his staff in the FCS program that are there for free. Mm. He has Mike Zimmer on mm. his staff. You know what I'm saying? He has Dennis Thurman 
who used to be the former DC right. Buffalo Bills. Uh, he just got Mike Leach prodigy. Uh, we call him Mike Leach little boy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bar- Bar- uh, Brett Bartoloni. Now, this is the thing for me. Dion is he went through three offensive coordinators last year. Uh, when he went undefeated, he went through three. He did, listen. Dion is about winning. He don't care how it look. Get the job done. So if you can't get the job done, you out. We on to the next. That that's mm. one thing you gotta respect about. D- like I said, he's that's what I say. He's about winning because his brand is winning. That's right. all Dion knows. So he can't be Dion if he's not winning. That don't even they don't even make sense. So you know he does. He the the, the strength and conditioning coach was a a pupil from the guy from Georgia, University of Georgia. He paid him out of his own pocket to come down to Jackson State because he knew he couldn't afford him off the Jackson State budget. You mm. see, you know, it's just little things like that. That if you give Dion more resources, he has the connections. I can link all this up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm paying my OC a million dollars, I can go get anybody I want. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And I got the connections to make it happen. He could probably go get uh the boy from the Chiefs, the, the black dude from the Chiefs. Eric B enemy. Yeah. He can probably go get Eric B enemy. Hey man, come down here for a meal, you know, da-da-da, do what you do, however you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just little things like that in the connections because people want to be a part of what Dion is doing. So it's nothing like, you know, having a more defensive analyst, more offensive analyst on the Auburn staff now, you know what I'm saying, getting that knowledge and stuff like right. that. Yeah, uh, winning and coaching, like I said, he might not be the best X's and O's guy, but putting it together, nobody better. Okay, okay. We're in here, War Rapport, building rapport, talking a little bit with my guy Scotty from Offscript. Let's talk about the other side of this coin, and this is the side that I think um, the perspective is going to be slightly different. And that is how are HBCU fans nationally going to take the news that Dion's no longer going to be a part of the swag? What is going to be the reception from that idea is, you know, listen, I, I know how it goes, bro. Like I went to a PWI and I understand what it's like when you had an opportunity to go to an HBCU and you decided not to right, from your people, right? What are the people going to be saying, just gut reaction, if you heard the news tomorrow, are they going, is 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 he going to get that that infamous uh, sellout label posted right on his forehead immediately? How are people going to react to that? Listen, Bama's are going to be in a... Hey, them Bama's going to be in a... Feelings, Ike. I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's gonna be LeBron leaving Cleveland type. Mm. Um, so are they, are they gonna have the Jackson State jersey burnings? Like, they- <laughs> I wouldn't put it like, now. Nah, you know, black people don't be really doing it, <laughs> right? So, you know, like, it'll be like, now nah, we'll stump on something, <laughs> uh, we cut something up, but we won't. I don't know if we're doing all that burning and stuff, but but now nah, it, it's gonna be because this is the thing, right? And I've said it on my channel. The issue that I have is that Dion said God called him to the swag. Right. And that in multiple interviews. Mm-hmm. So to me, if God called you to the swag, God would tell you when to leave. Right. And that's how I look at it. That's, I mean, if you're going to bring God into it, that's just how I look yeah. at it. So, but outside of that, listen, man, that's what happens when you do a damn good job. Like, people want you. If he sucked, Auburn wouldn't be calling. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, listen. The issue is, is that you know Jackson State had been in obscurity for 10, 12 years, right? 
get Dion and you become the top of the mountain so fast and just dominating that. It's hard to man, it's hard to go back to eating fish fillet when you have filet mignon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard to go back to being in the hood when you was in a, a mansion. It's hard. Yeah. So the swag has to learn to stand on its own and survive. Like, this is the thing for me, and I've always kept saying that. You have to use Dion is using you. You gotta also use Dion. Mm. And you have to learn, you have to take what he's given you and taught you how to market, how to promote, how to do great business and to now stand on your own and continue to march forward and do and, and do great things. You know what I'm saying? Like you got the spotlight, go run with it. So, but at the end of the day, all Jack's, the, listen, man, I'm Jack State fans going to be hurt, bro. They're going to be in their feelings, bro. Heavy, heavy. Uh, so do you think that that validates the idea that he was, he never was swack in, in a lot of people's minds if he leaves? Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that because I, my mom always said you always leave a place better than what you found it. Dion mm-hmm. did that times ten. I mean, he got you a turf field, he got you super notoriety. I mean, you got a, you had the number one player in the recruit come to your school. Like I, you've had such monument moments, monumentous moments with Dion. It's like you can't even say he was a swag because he did it for the swag, even though it happened for Jackson State. Next day's part of the swag. So it's right. still it's still residued over. Uh so I don't I don't subscribe to that. You might have other people that's gonna tell you that. Me, I look at it like this. He came to do a job, he did his job. His job is not to build the culture up. That's not his job. His job is not to build the swag up. That's not that was not his job. His job was to coach at Jackson State. In the process of him coaching at Jackson State, he changed the landscape of the swag. That's totally different. Ask okay. the commissioner, do the commit, make the commissioner do his job. Hey, listen, I, I'm definitely about the, the whoever's job it is. Let them do it. I'm going to focus on doing mine. And if if me doing my job better helps make your job easier, that's a bonus. Facts. So this be- ain't got nothing to do. One, one doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the other. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about then the impact that that may have on trickle down. And what I'm specifically talking about is, does his son come with him if he leaves? Absolutely. Is- I was about to say, is there any chance Shadur is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Jack State, bro. I'm staying here. No, 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 no. No, he's not. No, he's going. Uh, it just listen, it's going. And I talked to Blue, and Blue is, you know, like I said, Blue's an Auburn grad. He's on three. He said he's Shadur is probably better than any quarterback y'all have one. That's what that's what that's what Blue told me. He he's an Auburn grad. Hey, I, we don't we don't have a potential Heisman candidate right now. Like Shadur is actually putting up Heisman numbers. So I mean, I, from a number standpoint, I can't argue. You know what I'm saying? Him. So. Uh, so he said he's probably the best thing. He said Blue said he'll take him right now. So that that's not a bad get. But li- this is the thing: if it doesn't happen now, I don't believe it would happen. So mm. if 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 he doesn't jump now, because if he has a bad junior year, he can come back for his senior year and kind of bounce back. You don't want to make that move to the Power Five on your last year, right? And then having a bad, that's gonna mess up your money. That's gonna mess up your money. So if you if he's gonna jump, it has to be now after your sophomore year got that junior year to play with kind of like joe burrow did mm-hmm. and then your, your senior year you come back with a vengeance and you knock it all down so that's that's how that's how i would look at it but but Shador's coming oh yeah he's coming now shiloh he gonna stay he's he's jackson through and through yeah like, and he's already transferred once so yeah and he ain't about to sit out for no you know what i'm saying for that so but yeah he's so he's staying now travis he coming with and that's the thing you're getting travis he's a package deal with you you're probably getting kevin coleman you're probably gonna get Cam the safety as well. They all, it's a, I mean, those guys are ballers. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna get players to come up to this level, and you're gonna get some stars off the off the rip. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So last question I got for you here, and I'm going to let you get back to enjoying your birthday. Do you think, because he made the statement about Jackson State not being ready to take Alabama, right? Like, because, you know, you, you have those situations where the Power Five schools are going to play somebody from the FBS, FCS, uh, excuse me, from the FCS or from, you know, uh, a group of five school as their non-conference thing. I know, I know we're doing this shift potentially, you know, adding some more to the SEC. That's a whole other conversation. But if this happens, do you think that he immediately is like, all right, we're going to, for one of them games, we're booking somebody from the SWAC, or, or, or is he like, they're not ready and I don't want to beat them up like that? You know what? I, it depends. I think that's a good point because I thought that would be a good look for Dion to turn around and, and schedule Alabama State or uh, or Alabama. We, I mean, we they just played State last year, right? Like, it so happened. I, I think it would be great. And then, you know, you pay him 750 or eight because he knows what – he knows what that looks like for their budgets. Mm-hmm. He knows what that would be for a Jackson State team to get paid $800,000, $900,000 or whatever to come up there and play a million or whatever. So I actually, I think it would be great. Now, do I think Dion would do that? I don't think so because when he was at Jackson, he didn't want to play up because he didn't want to do that to them. So I don't know if he's going to be on the same moniker of playing down. So that's a little catch-22 for him, but... Either way, I would understand if he did or if he didn't do it. So that's just something you have to see if the chips, you know, would make. But let me throw something back to you, Ike, before we get up out of here. Yeah. You know, why why are y'all why is Auburn fans curious the curiosity of wanting Dion? What what do you think Dion brings to an Auburn university? I mean, it's it's exactly what you've already talked about. It's the star power, right? Auburn's issue, um, I'd say over the last five, six seasons has been our inability to close when we're head to head against the big guys, the Nick Sabans, the Kirby Smarts. You know, we I, listen, it's an arms race in the SEC. Facts. You know, you're talking about Lane Kiffin has changed the landscape of what the SEC West looks like from a standpoint of how he's been able to maneuver within the transfer portal and get talent to come to his university. Um the you know you're you're against of course like already named the top two guys right there but listen Napier is no slouch and he just got there in Florida you just got Brian Kelly in LSU right like you have some of the biggest names in football coaching in your conference Auburn doesn't they need somebody that moves the needle immediately yeah that's real and Deion Sanders is one of the few people that immediately moves the needle like you don't, there's, there's not a question as to whether or not can this guy bring in talent? Absolutely. Yeah. He's going to bring in talent. Now there are other questions about whether or not he's going to stand up to the rigors of blah, blah, blah. And that's why we had this conversation. But the interest I think from Auburn is the standpoint of, we need a guy that's going to change the trajectory of where our program is right now. Uh, and, and Dion, he has all of the, the characteristics of the Messiah for Auburn. <laughs> he's got them all. So, uh, oh, man. yeah, I, and so I, I just think you 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 need that now. Again, I'm not saying they're going to do it, you know. And there are other people that you could bring in that would be able to do it. I don't know that that anybody's a home run from that standpoint, like Deion Sanders would be. To me, I look at it like this, and I'm going to say this, and I know you're going to shut this down, but I I don't. What do you have to lose? That that is that's my thing, right? You bring Deion in for three or four years, he catapults your 
Auburn brand, and I know some Auburn fans are like, our brand is already big. It ain't as big as Dion. okay? Like, let's yeah. not play this game. So, because I didn't even know where Auburn was like four years ago. I didn't even know y'all was in Alabama. So, <laughs> that's not that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you, you he just catapults that to, through the roof. You have one or two crazy recruiting cycles that you've never had before. And even if you lose a couple, I mean, like, it's going to be fun losing. I mean, it'd probably be the, the most fun losing you'll ever have in your life, you know, if it does so happen. But I agree. I think when you put him up with, People might not put him up with the X's and O's with Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, but you're talking about recruiting? Yeah. He's on par with the best of them. Yeah. Don't care. Urban, Ryan Day, uh, uh, Lincoln Riley, nobody can out-recruit Deion Sanders. Point blank. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree that from a recruiting standpoint, he's the guy that you want to be the figurehead of your organization in order to be out there and bring in the people that you want from a talent perspective um, and, and again, the biggest worry from everybody is he doesn't have the coaching experience, um, but it doesn't really matter if you get if you bring in the right talent and then you have the right coordinators. Good talent and good coordinators equals good football every day of the week, every day, every day. Like I just I, there, there, there's really no substitute for those two things is like, all right, cool. I am. Listen, man, I'm not I am not the brightest guy in the world. I know how to bring some people around me that are really smart and put them in the room together. And we start having a conversation and being like, that sounds like a really good idea. I'm going to roll. And to your point, it's not as if Dion doesn't know what good looks like on a football field. I was just about to say, like, he don't know what right look like. Like he wasn't part of Super Bowl winning teams. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But it's going to be. But I mean, but listen, he's done this as a player changed cultures. Like 49ers brought him in Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys brought him in. Super Bowl. Jackson State brings him in challenging for the conference every year. Like it's it's what he does as a brand. And so I don't think people can ignore that, that every level he has changed the trajectory of that team. I mean, even at Florida State when he was in college, like Dion is just that guy. He's just that guy. You know, and there and again, there's just very few people that you can bring into a situation that would have that kind of magnetism. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't even know who you, the only person I could even think of that would remotely be in that realm that is already tied to Auburn would be a Cam Newton. Right. Yeah. Like, but Cam ain't ever coached. Right. So he doesn't know how to run, you know, the the program the way that you need. So he's had, he has he's got the star power, but he has he doesn't have any coaching experience at all. Um. So. So, yeah, I think that that's what, where the interest begins. Um, and it's, I, I don't, is there a better reason to bring him in than that? It, Let me, you, you win in the recruiting race, and that's the big thing that you want to be able to do. And for every, all you Auburn fans out there, let me tell you something. Deion Sanders, right, recruited the number one player in the country with a $15,000 recruiting budget. I'm going to just mm-hmm. let you, I'm going to just let that simmer on your spirit. Let that simmer in your spirit. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Number one player in the country with a $15,000 recruiting budget. Imagine what he could do with Auburn. Listen, man, I can't argue with you on that, man. I can't argue with you on that. Well, listen, man, Scotty, I appreciate you coming through and talking with me a little bit, giving us some perspective on that bit of information right there. Tell the people in case they do want to follow what you got going on, how they can get in tune with what's going on at Offscript. And you guys catch me on YouTube, Offscript, all right? And you catch me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Offscript underscore TV. Listen, I'm I'm not everybody's cup of tea, okay? (laughs) I tell that every, I said, if you don't like nothing I do, you can.
All right, you can unfollow me. All right, so it's no biggies over here. But now, nah, come down and check it out. You know, I might have to. If Dion jumped to the SEC, I might have to do a little SEC talk, a little some, 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 some. Hey, you, you know where you can always come to talk SEC football, man. Let's you can come it. holler at your boy. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you very much, man. All right, that's all we got right now with our guy Scotty from Off Script, man. You already know what you can do to catch up with your boys here at the War Report. We are at the War Report on all social media except for TikTok, TW Report. Go to thewarreport.com to get more information about all the things that we got going on. That's all we got for you this time, man. Your boy Ike Jones signing off. Until next time, and as always, War Eagle, War Report out.